want us to begin to worship the name of the Lord. Let's begin to give him praise. Let's begin to give him honor. Let's adore his holy name. The Bible said this is the day the Lord has made and we shall rejoice and be glad in it. I want us to begin to thank God for opportunity he has given to us to be at his presence again this evening. Let's worship him. Let's open our mouth. Let's give him praise. Let's give him praise for what he is set to do in our midst tonight. Ancient of days, we worship you. King of kings, we magnify your name. Father, we say be glorified and be exalted in the name of Jesus. Lord, we give you praise. Lord, we give you honor. Lord, we give you adoration in the mighty name of Jesus. We thank you for our children. We thank you for our spouse. We thank you for the salvation of our soul. We thank you for all that you have done for us from the beginning of this new month. Father, we say be glorified and be exalted in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, we have worshipped. I want you to open your mouth and say, Father, tonight, let me receive your mercy in the name of Jesus. By your mercy, O God, answer all my prayers in the mighty name of Jesus. Open your mouth and begin to ask for the mercy of the Lord. The Bible makes us to understand that the mercy of God triumphs over judgment. I want you to cry unto God tonight and say, Father, in the name of Jesus, by your mercy, answer all my prayers tonight. In the name of Jesus, by your mercy, O God, do something new. Do something marvelous for me. In the mighty name of Jesus, by your mercy, O God, let the windows of heaven be opened unto us. In the mighty name of Jesus. And let there be a point of your grace. Let there be a point of your power upon us. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. I pray for you tonight that you will receive mercy. In the name of Jesus. Every of your petition tonight will receive an answer of mercy. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. I want you to open your mouth and begin to ask God to sanctify and to purge you by the blood of Jesus. The Bible makes us understand that and they overcame the devil by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony. According to Revelation chapter 12 verse 11, I want you to open your mouth and say, Father, tonight let me be purged and be cleansed by the power of the blood of Jesus. Lord, cleanse my heart. Lord, purify my heart. In the name of Jesus, let my prayers pass through your blood. In the mighty name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth. Ask God to cleanse and to purge you. Ask God to cleanse and to purify you. In the name of Jesus, Lord, sanctify our spiritual body by the power of your blood. In the name of Jesus, let every defilement in our spiritual body be wiped off. By the power of your blood, in the name of Jesus, let our prayers pass through your blood. In the mighty name of Jesus, in Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I want you to open your mouth. We are going to cry unto God and say, Father, in the name of Jesus, tonight, visit my case. In the mighty name of Jesus, Lord, visit my case. Visit the case of my children. 
visit the case of my spouse. In the mighty name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth. Ask God to visit your case tonight. In the name of Jesus, my Yalagaba, Eketeleke Posundikapodia. Lord, visit our case tonight. In the name of Jesus, do something about our situation tonight. In the name of Jesus, we don't want to call unto you in vain. Lord, answer to all our prayers. In the name of Jesus, in Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I pray for you that tonight the Lord will visit your case. In the name of Jesus, whatever is the body that you carried into this prayer meeting tonight, I pray that the Lord will lift those burdens in the name of Jesus. I said the Lord will lift your burden tonight in the name of Jesus. The joy of the Lord will fill your heart in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. I want us to pray. We are going to go into our prophetic prayers for this week. The first prayer we are going to pray is that we want to pray unto God to solve all our problems. I want you to remember as you go in the journey of this week, that as we pray tonight, God will solve all your problems. In the name of Jesus. Whether they are spiritual problems, whether they are financial problems, whether they are emotional problems, I want you to believe God tonight to solve all your problems. The book of Psalm 34 verse 17, the Bible says, Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivereth him out of them all, out of them all, which means God has the power to solve all problems. So you're going to open your mouth and say, Father, in the name of Jesus, as I go in the journey of this week, Lord, let every problems, let every challenges awaiting me be cancelled. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth, solve all my problems tonight. In the name of Jesus, every problem that wants to confront me in the journey of this new week. Father, tonight, let that problem be terminated. In the name of Jesus, solve all my problems tonight. I want you to open your mouth, open your mouth, open your mouth. God wants to solve all your problems. God wants to solve all your problems. Yalikapa, tonight, let all problems be solved. In the name of Jesus, let Keposudikapolia. Let all our problems be solved in the name of Jesus. Every problem that want to conquer us, every problem that want to confront us in the journey of this new week, Father, we pray that tonight you will solve them in the name of Jesus. Let every financial problem be solved tonight. Let every emotional problem be solved tonight in the name of Jesus. By your power, Lord, solve all our problems tonight in the name of Jesus. Let all our challenges become issue of the past in Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. I want to pray for you that in this week, God will attend to all your problems in the name of Jesus. Every problem awaiting you in the journal this week. Tonight, I pray that God will terminate them. In the name of Jesus, as you go in the journey of this week, you will not experience any problem. In the name of Jesus, it is done. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Let somebody shout hallelujah. Now, I want us to go to the second prophetic prayers. Uh, we, the prayer I want to pray is, want to pray about peace. The first prophetic prayer was on problem. 
But the second prayer we want to pray is for peace. We want to prophesy peace into this week. I want us to know that you know there are some problems in our life that have taken away our peace. And that's why we need the peace of God to be restored into our life, to be restored into our homes. The book of John chapter 16 verse 33, Jesus Christ speaking to the disciples, he said, These things have I spoken unto you, that in me you may have peace. What Christ was telling them was that as long as you are in me, as long as you continue to walk with me, as long as you continue to have fellowship with me, you will have peace. But in the world, you will have tribulation. What does that mean? It means in as long as we are still in this world, there will be one or two times or many times in our life when we are going to face tribulation. And look at what Jesus Christ said next. He said, but be of good cheer because I have overcome the world. Be of good cheer because I have overcome the world. The book of Philippians chapter 4, Philippians chapter 4 verse 7, the Bible says, And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your heart and mind through Christ Jesus. Which means even though there could be challenges, there could be all kinds of storms out there but when god give us a peace that peace will guard our mind so that what is happening outside will not affect us on the inside so we are going to open your mouth and say father in the name of jesus as i go in the journey of this week i prophesy peace into my home i prophesy peace into my house i prophesy peace into my career i prophesy peace at my place of work in the name of jesus let there be peace let there be peace open your mouth open your mouth begin to declare it let there be peace. Let there be peace. Let there be peace. Masakata lagaba. Eketeleke posundi kaponiga safajiri kapa. We declare into this week that there shall be peace in the journey of this week. In the mighty name of Jesus, let there be peace. Let there be peace. Let there be peace. Maleke posuda. Eliaka patulika sidia. Let there be peace. Let there be peace. Let there be peace. Let there be peace, O God. In the mighty name of Jesus, let every time of war be ended. In the name of Jesus, let the time of peace commence in this week. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray for peace in our home. We pray for peace in every marriages. We pray for peace in every career. We pray for peace in our life. Father, let there be peace. Let there be peace. Let there be even peace in our mind. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. I pray for you tonight that every challenge in your life that is fighting against your peace. Tonight, that challenges, that those challenges and those problems, I declare in the name of Jesus that they are terminated. In the name of Jesus, I pray that the Lord will restore your peace. In the mighty name of Jesus, throughout this week, you will enjoy the peace of God. In the name of Jesus, I say you will enjoy the peace of God. In the name of Jesus, any power that we want to fight against your peace, any power that want to put you in a state of unrest. Throughout this week, I command that power to be destroyed. In the name of Jesus, I declare peace into your home. I declare peace into your business. I declare peace into your career. In the name of Jesus, you will not have any reason to have unrest in this week. In the mighty name of Jesus, the Lord will go with you and give you peace on every side. In Jesus' mighty name, we have 
prayed. Now, I want us to pray the top prophetic prayer before we go into the world. At the top of it, the prayer we want to pray is we want to ask for power. We want to ask for power. I mentioned the first is we pray about problem. And second prayer point we pray was on peace. Now, if you are going to maintain your peace, and if you are going to remain as a master over your problem, you need power. The reason why many people are having problems and they keep having something that take away their peace is because there is no power to maintain peace. And there is no power to continue to conquer their problem. And that's why we want to ask for power. The book of 1 Corinthians chapter 4 verse 20. The Bible says, For the kingdom of God is not in word, but in power. In power. In power. <laughs> the kingdom of God is not in word, but what? In power. In power. I want you to know that God wants to release power power into your life tonight. The power that will allow you to maintain peace in your home. The power that will allow you to remain on top of every problem that we want to arise against you. In the mighty name of Jesus. So we are going to open our mouth and say, Father in the name of Jesus, as I go in the journey of this week, let me be empowered. In the mighty name of Jesus, Lord empower me. Empower me to conquer every problem. Empower me to have peace in every areas of my life. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth, open your mouth. You need power to conquer every problem. You need power to maintain peace in every areas of your life. I want you to cry unto God and say, Father, in the name of Jesus, let each and every one of us be empowered tonight. In the name of Jesus, to conquer every problem and to maintain peace in every areas of our life. In the name of Jesus, empower us, empower us, empower us, empower us, empower us. We pray for power. Power to overcome every problem. Power to maintain peace in every areas of our life. Lord, release that power unto us. In the name of Jesus, let each and every one of us be empowered tonight. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I pray for you that the Lord will empower you in the name of Jesus to overcome every problems that they want to confront you. Receive power of God in the name of Jesus. I said receive the power of God in the name of Jesus. From tonight, the Lord will make you to be more than conquerors in the mighty name of Jesus. I pray that the Lord will empower you to maintain peace anywhere you go in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Let somebody shout hallelujah. If you know that this week will be a peaceful week for you, shout hallelujah. If you know that throughout this week, the Lord will confront and solve all your problems, shout hallelujah. If you know that throughout this week, the Lord will empower you. To confront and to conquer every problem and to maintain peace in every area of your life. Shout hallelujah. Very quickly, I want to exhort us because we have some prayer points to pray. And tonight, I'm going to be exposing a lot of things. This is a kind of expository teaching. I may, I may say some things that you may not like. I, may even, I might even say some things that will offend you. But please, don't be offended. This is the word of God. 
The Bible call it a double-edged sword. And sometimes, or most of the times, when God wants to walk, he uses his word. You know, the same way the doctor, the medical doctors, when they want to perform surgical operation, they use they, they have all kinds of blades. They have all kinds of you know knives that they use. And once they put a patient on anesthesia, the patient cannot complain. The patient is just laying on the bed and the doctors do their work. And I pray that tonight, as the word of God begins to work in our midst, there shall be transformation in the name of Jesus. I want us to open our Bible to the book of John chapter 2 as we continue our series from, the, from that uh, same book of John chapter 2. Um, I, I'm going to be reading from verse 13 to verse 17. The Bible says, Now the Passover of the Jews was at hand, and Jesus went up to Jerusalem, and he found in the temple those who sold oxen and sheep and doves and the money changers doing business. And when he had made a whip of cords, he drove them all out of the temple with the sheep and the oxen and poured out the changers' money and overturned the tables. And he said to those who sold doves, Take these things away. Do not make my father's house a house of merchandise. Then his disciples remembered that it was written, The zeal for your house has eaten me up. Tonight, I want to exhort us very briefly on what I've titled The Purging and the Cleansing of the Temple. The Purging and the Cleansing of the Temple. Now, I want us to know that one thing about Jesus is that when he came to this world, there was a purpose he came to fulfill. He didn't just come into this world to come, on, you know, to come and have vacation time. He came on a purpose. As a matter of fact, do you know that Jesus Christ died at the age of 33 and a half years? He started his ministry at the age of 30. And for three and a half years, he was busy doing the work of God. And that was why everything he did was on schedule. Every, because for such a person that have limited time, they, you know, he, he made sure that on daily basis, he was working according to the calendar of God. And I want to, I want to, I want to, I want to, you know, remind us of that as well, that we are also on purpose in this world. And every time kind, every time kind, and as day is going, as week is going, as month is going, so is our life going as well. And I want to remind us that whatever God has called us to do, let us start working on it because we have a limited time. Even the devil himself, the devil, according to Revelation chapter 12, the Bible says when the devil was cast out of heaven, the Bible says because he knows that he had but a short time, he started working with all energy and all kinds of you know, spiritual violence because he knows that he had but a short time. He doesn't waste time. When the devil wants to attack, he attacks with all his strength. 
it doesn't, you know, it doesn't play around. It doesn't play around. So we see the example of, of Jesus. You know, the Bible says, Now the Passover of the Jews was at hand, and Jesus went up to Jerusalem, which means he went there on schedule. Now, I want to, there's something, that we're, I'm going to be, I'm going to be uh, showing us three points before we go and pray. The first point I want to mention is the misappropriations of the temple by the transgressors. The misappropriation. Now, let me, I want, to, I want us to go back to that John chapter 2 uh, verse 13. Look at what the Bible says. Now, the Passover of the Jews was at hand and Jesus went up to Jerusalem. Now, I want you to take note of the word or the phrase, the Passover of the Jews. That is a misappropriation of the many. Now, this Passover is not the Passover of the Jews. But do you know what happened? The Jews, they turned it to their own Passover. It, well, originally, it was not the Passover of the Jews. It wasn't the Passover of the Jews. Now, how do I know? The book of Exodus chapter Exodus chapter uh, 12, verse 27. Look at what the Bible says. That you shall say it is the Passover sacrifice of the Lord who passed over the houses of the children of Israel in Egypt when he struck the Egyptians and delivered our households. So, so originally when this was instituted, it was called the Lord's Passover. The Lord Passover. And what's the meaning of, the, of, of Passover? You know, in Egypt, when the children of Israel were in Egypt, when God wanted to finally deliver them, there are at least ten signs. The last of those signs was the killing of all the firstborn in Egypt. So God killed their firstborn, but God told the Israelites, he said, what you are going to do so that you can be spared from that is that you are going to offer unto me a lamb, a lamb. You are going to, you know, you are going to cut it and use the blood to make some sign between your doorpost and the lintel of your house. And when the angel of destruction is passing by, he will not come into your house. So for as many that obeyed that instruction, they were spared from the destruction of their firstborn. And that's the meaning of the Passover. And that Passover was actually pointing to what will happen in the future when Christ will come and it will be the lamb instead of the lamb that the Israelites used you know, to, to, to avoid destructions of their firstborn, Jesus Christ will now be the lamb. And in John chapter 1 verse 29, the Bible says, when John saw Jesus coming, he said, behold, the lamb of the world that taketh away the sins of the old world. So Jesus is that lamb. And the Passover was pointing to Jesus. But look at what the look at how the Bible presented it in John chapter 2, verse 13. Because the, the Jews or the scribes and the Pharisees they turn, they changed the Passover from the Lord's Passover to the Jews' Passover. Because they were trying to misappropriate the things of God. And, and I want us to know that that is what is happening nowadays. Do you know many of the things of God has been misappropriated in the churches today? In the churches today. Many of the things of God. <laughs> Do you know, for example, I'm going to give us an example. For example, when God called Moses, 
Moses was a shepherd. I want us to listen to me. Moses was a shepherd. And one of the two of a shepherd is a staff and a rod. A shepherd will always have a staff and a rod. The staff is to guide and to control the sheep, while the rod is a tool to be used against any wild animal that may want to attack the sheep. Do you know today, there are pastors that say, well, when God, when God called Moses, Moses was carrying a rod. And there are some pastors up to today that they are still carrying rod. They are carrying rod. But <laughs> that was in the Old Testament. And, you know, God used the rod of Moses because Moses was a shepherd. Just like, let me, let me explain to us, just like, for example, some of us, if God will be calling us, before God call us, some of us may be, a, we, we might be a nurse, we might be a doctor, we might be an engineer, but when God calls us, in one way or the other, our profession will still have some influence on our calling. And that is how it is. So if any man of God is now taking rod and raising rod to people today and say, look at this rod, pray to this rod, that is misleading. And, I'm, I'm, and I've already made some disclamation that I'm going, I might say some things that may offend us, but this is the word of God. It is double-edged sword. That is misleading. And that is the same thing that the Jews did. The Bible said they turned the Passover, which is the Lord's Passover, they turned it to the Jews' Passover so that they can incorporate so many other things that they were not supposed to incorporate into it. They, they misappropriate it. They misappropriate it. Now, the, the second thing I want to mention as we go is the mandate of Christ in his temple. Why did Jesus go to the temple? Because this story that, were record, that was recorded here in, in John chapter 2, this was during the time when Jesus first started his ministry. He went to the temple and he cleansed the temple. And again, when Jesus Christ was about to round up his ministry, after three and a half years, according to Matthew 21, from verse 12 to 13, the Bible says, Then Jesus went into the temple of God and drove out all those who bought and sold in the temple and overturned the tables of the money changers and the seats of those who sold those. Verse 13. And he said to them, It is written, My house shall be called the house of prayer, but you have made it a merchandise of thief. So what I'm saying is that Jesus did this at the beginning of his ministry, but because those Pharisees and those scribes, they have not changed. One would have expected that when Christ corrected them in the first time, they would have changed before the end of the ministry of Jesus Christ. But even after three years, Jesus went back to that same temple and they were still doing the same thing there. Now, the temple is divided into three parts. There is outer court, there is the holy place, and there is holy of holy. So what happened is this. Those people, you know, when they come to the temple, especially, especially the Jews, most of the time they come with sacrifice. Maybe they come with a lamb, they come with uh, pigeons and, you know, all kinds of animals to make sacrifice for, you know, maybe for their sins or for, for thanksgiving or for, for whatever reason. So when they are coming to the temple, so normally they were supposed to bring those sacrificial lambs. But what happened is that this, the Pharisees, the scribes, and all the teachers of the temple, they now told them, let's say for example, somebody brought a lamb. 
they will say, well, this lamp is lame on one of his legs, and this will not be accepted. So they will not tell them that, okay, we are not going to allow you to use this lamp, but we have some lamp that you can buy from us. <laughs> and that's, that's how it started. And also the same thing with those who are, who are visitors, who are you know, coming to Jerusalem to worship. When they are coming, because, of, because are, many of them will be coming from far distance, they can't be you know, traveling with animals. So when they get to the temple, they, have to, they, 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 they were forced to buy from the scribes and the Pharisees. They, they were forced to buy all these animals from them, maybe at some extra money. So, and through that, you know, they, they now begin to turn the temple of God into a commercial place. Into a commercial place. Now, the outer place of the temple, or the outer, the outer court, that was where they were selling those animals for sacrifice before. But after some time, do you know what happened? They now moved the selling of animals from the outer court into the holy, the holy place in the temple. And that was the situation when Jesus Christ got there. Because if Christ did not correct it, a time will come when they will move the business into the Holy of Holy. So Jesus Christ, what, what he did was that he drove them out. He said, you cannot turn my father's house into a place of business. My father's house is a place of prayer. You can't turn it to a place of commercial purpose and all kinds of adventures. So he drove them out. It drove them out. And today, the same thing is happening in many of our churches. Many churches have been turned to a commercial place. A commercial place. Do you know, do you know today you can go to church and you can get whatever you want in the church? In the church. Because the church have been turned to a commercial place. And that's why some churches, you go to some churches and they are selling some bottle of water. They, they will tell you this is holy water. You know, it is from Jerusalem. Some churches are selling handkerchiefs. Some churches, they are selling mantle. Uh, they, maybe they call it mantle, whatever name they call it. Even some churches, they are selling, um, they, they call it spe special garment. They tell you this is a garment of prayer, you know, from, from Jerusalem. And all kinds of things going on. And the church of God has been turned into a commercial place. And the Bible said in Hebrews chapter 13 verse 8, the Bible said, Jesus Christ the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. If Christ will correct the temple when he was on heart, if he will correct all the evil, all the, all the wrong things that were being done in the temple, if he will do it back then, I want us to know that things have gone worse in our own time. And if Christ were to be on heart, he will do the same. It will do the same. But because Christ is not physically here, his word is what we can use to correct all these things in our churches. The word of God. According to John chapter 1 verse 1, the Bible says, In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. And verse 14 says, And the word became flesh and dwelleth among us. Look at that. And we beheld his glory. The glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of what? Of grace. And truth. One thing about the word of God is that the word of God is full of grace and truth. Grace and truth. It is the truth from the word of God that will change us. Although truth sometimes may sound very bitter. 
truth sometimes may not be appealing to us, but that is what we need. It and it comes from the word, from the word of God. You know, when we hear the truth and we apply it, it will bring transformation. That, that, that is when grace will now work. Grace only works after the truth has been applied. But today, what we want to work first is grace. And that's why many churches today, they will emphasize grace. And they will never talk about truth. The word of God is the instrument for the truth and for the grace of God. I pray God will give us understanding in the name of Jesus. So what I'm saying is that the church of God today has been turned into a commercial place. And only Jesus, by his word, can bring about a change. And I'm praying for as many of us who are on the prayer line, that God will help us so that we will not enter into deception of false prophets and false teachers. Because they are now everywhere. Now, let's go to the top point before we go and pray. The top point I want to mention is the ministry of transformation of Jesus. The ministry of transformation of Jesus. We have mentioned two points earlier. I mentioned misappropriation in the temple by those who are transgressors or the, the Pharisees and the, and the Sadducees. Then I also mentioned the mandate of Christ in the temple. And the, the mandate of Christ was to correct what was built done in a wrong way by driving out all those who are selling and buying in the temple. And then I want us to look at the ministry of his transformation. Because the same way Christ cleansed the temple back then, he wants to clean our own temple. What do I mean by our own temple? I'm talking about the, our body. Because we are made to understand that we are the temple of God. We are the temple of God. And we need to be purged. And that's why tonight we are going to be praying some deliverance prayer. If you are ready for deliverance prayer, you have called into the right prayer meeting tonight. Because many of our temples have been turned to a place of buying and selling by demonic spirits. Now, let, 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 let me show us very quickly uh, some scripture. According to 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 19. 1 Corinthians chapter 6. 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 19. What, look at what the Bible says. The Bible says, Or do you not know that your body, look at that, is the temple of the Holy Spirit who is in you, whom you are from God and you are not your own? I want us to know that our body, as, as long as we are born again, our body is no longer our own. And that's why we cannot do anything we like with our body. And that's why, you know, I, 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 pity, I pity, you know, people that say, well, I wasn't born as a man, I was born as a woman, and I need to do some surgery. You know, if, if, if indeed somebody is a Christian, they won't do that. You know, if you are born a man, and you say you want to turn to a woman, you, you won't do that because your body is not yours. You cannot decide. If, if you were born naturally to be a man or to be a boy, you, can't, you don't have the right to go and say, you are, I, want, I want to turn to a woman now. You, you, if you are a Christian, you won't do that because your body is not yours. When you die, you are going to give account before God on how you use your body. It's not ours. Our body is not ours. So, and that's why the Bible says there, there is an Holy Ghost in us. The day we become born again, there is an Holy Ghost that dwells in us. <laughs> oh my God. The same way God was dwelling in the ark, that is the same way God is now dwelling in our body today as born again Christian. 
And that's why Paul was reminding the, 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 the Corinthian church. He said, don't you know that your body is a temple of Holy Ghost that is in you? That make you to belong to God and you are not your own? And look at verse 20. For you were bought with a price. Look at that. We were bought with a price. And what is that price? The blood of Jesus. It cost, it cost God everything he has. And everything that God has was his son, Jesus Christ. He offered him all, I mean, he offered him up so that he can die for our sin. And that's, and that's why Paul says we were bought at a price. Therefore, glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's. And that's why we need to give glory to God all the time for our body. Because our body is the temple of God. The, the, same, the same thing is written in 1 Corinthians chapter, chapter 3, 1 Corinthians chapter 3 from verse 16. 1 Corinthians chapter 3 from verse 16. Look at what the Bible says. Do you not know that you are the temple of God? Look at that. You are the temple of God and that the Spirit of God dwells in you. I want you to know that if you are born again, you, the, the Spirit of God is on your inside. You are a carrier of God. You are a carrier of God. And that's why you cannot, your body cannot be carrying sickness. If you are carrying God in your body, how can sickness have a, have a chance to live in your body? If, you know, and, you know, I'm saying this so that we can be conscious of what we carry. And that's why First John chapter 4, verse 4, uh, the Bible says, Greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. God is on your inside. So Paul was telling them here, he said, do you not know that your body is the temple of God and that the spirit of God dwells in you? Now look at verse 17 now. If anyone defies the temple of God, God will destroy him. For the temple of God is holy. Which temple you are? So the temple of God is holy. It's an, it's, the temple of God is a holy temple. And that's why we cannot, we cannot misuse our body. You cannot say, this is my body. I can jump. I can do whatever I like. I can, ah, your body is the temple of God. And it is holy. Now, there are some things that were mentioned there, you know, in, in that book of John chapter 2. But before we go into that, let, let me show us something that, 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 that shows that we also need to clean our temple. We need to clean our temple. Our temple needs to be purged. Our temple needs to be purged. According to the book of First Chronicles, First Chronicle, I mean, sorry, Second Chronicle, rather, Second Chronicle twenty-nine, verse five. Second Chronicles twenty-nine, verse five. I want to show us something there about what Ezekiah did when Ezekiah became king. Uh, let me let me read it from verse three. In the first year of his reign, in the first month, he opened the doors of the house of the Lord and repaired them. Then he brought in the priest and the Levite and gathered them. In the east square, and look at verse 5 and said to them, Hear me, you Levites, now sanctify yourselves and sanctify the house of the Lord God of your fathers and carry out the rubbish from the holy place. Tonight, we also want we also need to carry out some rubbish, we also need to carry out some filthiness out of the holy place, out of our lives out of our body, which is the temple of God. If we want God to continue to dwell in our body, we need to do this purging tonight. We need this deliverance prayer tonight. 
Now, let's go back to first um, to that book of John as we round up. And, uh, and we are going to be praying, as I mentioned, we are going to be praying some deliverance prayer tonight. Look at what the Bible says in, in, in John chapter 2, as we round up, John, John chapter 2, verse 13. Now the Passover of the Jew was at hand, and Jesus went up to Jerusalem, and he found in the temple those who sold oxen. Now, that's the first one, oxen. Now, when we talk about oxen, oxen is, you know, is, is, is an animal that is used for working in the farm. And that is talking about the work of the flesh. It's just used for walking, 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 walking. Then the Bible also mentions sheep. When we talk about sheep, in a negative way, sheep is one of the fully, the most stupid animal. The most stupid animal. And that is talking about foolishness. What is foolishness? Foolishness is not allowing God to have his way in our life. And that's why the Bible says the fool says in his heart, According to, you know, Psalm 14 verse 1, the Bible said, The fool says in his heart that there is no God. That is what the sheep is representing, foolishness. Then the Bible also mentioned doves. <laughs> when we talk about doves, you know, dove is talking about spirit of God. But do you know there are some satanic doves? These are not spirit of God. They are demonic spirit. They have taken over some of our temples. And tonight, we want to drive them out. Then the Bible also mentioned the money changers who are doing business. Money changers. What does that mean? It means there are some activities, satanic activities, satanic operations going on in our life that must be terminated tonight. In fact, in Re if you read the book of Revelation, I don't have the time, I will have shown you to us. Uh, Revelation 18, from verse, maybe from verse 13, the Bible make, make us understand that the soul of men are being traded in the temple. The soul of men. The soul of men. And do you know that's why it's possible for somebody to go to a wrong church. I pray that God will deliver us. You know, for somebody to go to a wrong church and become hypnotized in that church. There are people that uh, they are stuck in all kinds of church and, you know, they keep asking them to do all kinds of rituals. You know, some, 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 some will go to some church and they will ask them to go and take their shower, you know, at the sea or they ask them to do something that is not biblical. I pray that God will deliver, you know, short people tonight in the mighty name of Jesus. So if you read the book of Revelation 18 from verse 11 to 13, Revelation 18, verse 11 to 13, you will see all kinds of business taking place in the temple today. And one of the transactions that take place is that the Bible says the, 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 the souls of men are being traded. The souls of men are being traded. Do you know there are some people today that because they want to acquire power to do the work of God, they go into the marine kingdom. And they, they, they intentionally sell their soul to the devil so that they can receive power that will give them fame, that will give them all kinds of things they can use to do magical miracles. I pray that there shall be deliverance tonight in the name of Jesus. I want us to go and pray. I want us to go and pray. The first prayer point we are going to pray is this. We are first going to thank God. We are going to thank God. Especially if we, as many of us who are saved, if, if you are not saved, you first need to confess Jesus as your Lord and Savior first. That is when your temple will become God's temple. If you have not confessed Christ as your Lord and Savior, your temple is not God's temple. It's the devil's temple. But I pray that tonight for as many who are not yet saved, as you confess Christ tonight, 
you will be saved in the name of Jesus. But I want us to first thank God for the salvation of our soul. I want us to thank because that is what makes our body to become the temple of God. There are some of us, you know, our temple was the temple of all kinds of evil in the past. But because we were saved, our body has now been turned to the temple of God. We are now carriers of God. Are you not happy about that? That the spirit of God is dwelling on your inside. It's just that you don't know. <laughs> it's just that you don't know. But God is on your inside. The Spirit of God is on your inside. Holy Ghost is on your inside. I want us to begin to thank God. Let's begin to thank God for this, for this benefit, for this inheritance to have God dwelling in us. I want us to open our mouth and begin to thank God. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, Lord, we thank you. Lord, we give you praise. Lord, we give you honor. We give you adoration in the mighty name of Jesus for allowing your Spirit to not dwell in us. Yes, we, we now have God dwelling in us. We now have Holy Ghost dwelling in us. We now have Christ dwelling in us. And that's why the book of Colossians chapter 1 verse 27, the Bible says, Christ in you. Christ in you. The hope of glory. The hope of glory. We have the Trinity dwelling in us. Father, we thank you for this privilege. Father, we worship you. Lord, we exalt your name. Lord, we magnify your name. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I want us to pray. We are, we are first going to pray for the church, the general church, before we now uh, start to pray on our temple. We are going to pray for the general church that God will put his church. I want us to know that there are all kinds of corruption have entered into the church today. And it's going to grow worse. It's going to grow worse because the second coming of Christ is at hand. And I will not be surprised, I will not be surprised if all kinds of things, in fact, all kinds of dubious things now taking place in the church. Do you know there are churches today that their pastor is the one selling land to church members? And some church members, maybe they sold them a wrong land, and then the rightful owner of their land now was fighting with the church member after the pastor has sold the land and collected the money. All kinds of things going on now. All kinds of things going on. I want us to pray that God will be merciful upon the church. That God will purge his church with the blood of Jesus. Let's open our mouth. Let's open our mouth. Let's open our mouth. Masakata yadagaba. Elika pakuda basidikapalia. Lord, we pray for purging, 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 purging of our churches, oh God. Purging, purging. Let every rubbish be flushed out of our churches. In the name of Jesus, every filthiness, let it be flushed out of our churches. In the name of Jesus, everything that has occupied our church, that has just made it to be a commercial center instead of a place of God. Father, we pray that tonight you will flush them out. In the name of Jesus, Lord, purge your church. Lord, purge your church. Yelika pakuda Open your mouth, open your mouth, open your mouth. I want us to pray that God will visit his church in the name of Jesus all over the world. Yelika Pasidia, we pray for purging of our churches in Jesus' mighty name. We have prayed. I want us to pray. We are going to cry unto God. The fourth prayer point we are going to pray about our own temple is that we are going to cast out every manifestation of the flesh. I want to tell God to terminate every manifestation of the flesh. The oxen, as I mentioned, is an instrument for walking. And that, you know, if you, are, if you read the book of Galatians chapter 5 from verse 19, the Bible says, and the works of the flesh. The works of the flesh. By, by, but by the time you get to Galatians chapter 5 verse 22, the Bible says, and the fruit of the Spirit is love. 
but the works of the flesh. He's talking about things that our flesh, you know, make us to do. We naturally, you know, works is not something that everybody wants to do. For example, you know, some of us who work Monday to Friday, you know, you know how you feel tomorrow morning or Monday when you want to go to work because you've been at home for, 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 for the past two days. Your body has relaxed. You don't want to wake up like that and jump up and want to go to work. You know, you feel somewhat like, oh, I, I gotta, you know, I gotta wake up again and go to, go to, go to work, you know. But I, 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 it is because work is not convenient. It's not convenient. And, and as, as Christians, the works of the flesh, it is not something that should be convenient for us. You know, you know, a Christian should not get to a point that, you know, that, uh, that he or she can now sin at will. And say intentionally, I want to lie today. Intentionally, I want to do this. I want to do that. And we know that it's sin. When we have gotten to that level, that means we have backslided. You know, sin should not be convenient for us. And that's why the Bible calls it the works of the flesh. The works, it takes some extra effort if you are a Christian for you to lie. You know, it takes some extra effort if you are a Christian for you to commit some sin. It takes some extra effort. But Despite the fact that you know we are Christian and we are still in this world, there are still some manifestations of this work of the flesh in our life. And we are going to open our mouth. We are going to cry unto God and say, Father, tonight, let every manifestation of the works of the flesh in my life be terminated. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth, open your mouth. Every manifestation of the work of the flesh, every manifestation of the works of the flesh in our life, tonight, let it be terminated. In the name of Jesus, Mayalagaba, Eketeleke Pesidicapolia, terminated, terminated, terminated. Manifestations of the works of the flesh, manifestations of the works of the flesh. Let it be terminated tonight. In the name of Jesus, we want our body to be crucified. The Bible says, I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live. And the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God, who loves me and gave himself for me. Galatians chapter 2 verse 22. I want us to open our mouth and say, Father, tonight let me be delivered from every manifestation of the works of the flesh. In the name of Jesus, Lord, terminate the works of the flesh in my life. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I pray that tonight the Lord will terminate every manifestation of the works of the flesh in our life. In the name of Jesus. Lord, give us the grace to walk in purity. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Now, I want us to move to this prayer point. We want to pray against foolishness. Foolishness. These are things that manifest in our life as Christians. And the foolishness is standing for the sheep in the temple. Foolishness. Foolishness. Now, when I say foolishness, I, I, I explained to us the other time, do you know the reason why some of us are suffering right now is because of foolishness. The Bible says the, 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 the Bible says a sinner because of the foolishness of their heart, they are they are they are entitled to many stripes. Foolishness. Do you know some of us we have taken some decision that God was not in it, and as a result of that, we have landed in some big problems right now. <laughs> foolishness. And until when we are delivered from that foolishness, the struggle will continue. That problem may continue until when we are delivered from that foolishness. I want us to open our mouth. We are going to cry unto God and say, Father, in the name of Jesus, 
Let me be delivered from every foolishness, foolish act. Uh, yes, deliver me tonight. Deliver me tonight. Open your mouth. Open your mouth. Open your, because I am your temple. Deliver me from the spirit of foolishness. In the mighty name of Jesus. Open your mouth. Open your mouth. Open your mouth. Lord, deliver us in the mighty name of Jesus from foolishness. Jesus, mighty name, we have prayed. You know, you know, the psalmist was said in Psalm 38, verse 5. He said, My wounds are foul and festering because of my foolishness. Look at that. Because of my foolishness. In Psalm 16, verse 5, he said, Oh God, you know my foolishness. Look at that. And my sins are not hidden from you. Because God that we serve, he knows about our foolishness. I want us to pray that prayer again. But we are going to pray it this way. And say, Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, help me never to take any step again without getting you involved. That is how to be delivered from foolishness. You know, should I do this or should I not do it? Should I do it now or should I wait the next year? Do you know some people just, they don't even pray about anything. Anything that comes into their mind, they just do it. Oh, I need a new job. They just apply. Oh, they, and they, and you know, they, they start the job without praying about it. Oh, I want to do this. They just jump into it. Oh, I want to buy a house without even praying about it. They bought the house and now they are facing all kinds of challenges with the house. I want us to pray and say, Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, as from today, help me never to take any decision without involving you. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth. Holy Spirit, mingle with our thoughts. Holy Spirit, we commit our servant to you. Direct us and guide us in all our decision making. In the name of Jesus, so that we will not be acting in foolishness. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Now, I want us to pray against the dove. The Bible mentioned dove. The dove there is talking about demonic spirits. By the grace of God, throughout this week, oh my goodness, the devil and all his hosts, they are in trouble. In all our morning prayers, we are going to be working on that. You know, in Mark chapter 15, I mean, Mark chapter 16 from verse 17, the Bible says, These signs shall follow those that believe in my name. They shall cast out devils. The first thing they will do is to cast out devils. And we are going to be doing more prayers on that during the week. So don't, 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 don't miss any of the morning prayers you know, as, as we are going to be doing it you know, tomorrow. So we are, we are going to focus more on that. But I want us to pray tonight because the dove is talking about demonic spirits. Do you know there are, there are some of us that there are areas in our life that have now been controlled by demonic spirits. And we are going to cry unto God and say, Father, in the name of Jesus, let every demonic power, every demonic spirit controlling any areas of my life. Maybe my job, controlling my job, controlling my career, controlling my business, controlling my, 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 my family. Father, tonight, let those demons be dethroned by fire. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth, open your mouth, open your mouth. The Bible says Jesus drove them all out. 
Yes, he drove them all out. He didn't spare any of those sheep. He didn't spare any of those doves. He drove them out. I want us to pray unto God and say, Father, in the name of Jesus, every power, every demonic forces that has dominated my life, dominated my career, dominated my family, tonight let them be dethroned by fire. In the name of Jesus, dethrone them by fire. Dethrone them by fire. Dethrone them by fire. Dethrone them by fire. Masota Lakaba. Lekepe Setelika Sinika Demonic forces, demonic spirit that have dominated my marriage. Demonic forces, demonic spirit that have dominated my life. Lord, tonight, let them be dethroned by the fire of Holy Ghost. We cast them out tonight in the name of Jesus. Let every demonic spirit even living in our body. Tonight, let them be cast out in the name of Jesus. We Cast you out, you spirit of the devil. Masakatalegaba, eketelikaba. In the name of Jesus, we cast you out. We bind and we cast you out. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I want you to open your mouth. You are going to cry out to God and say, Father, in the name of Jesus, every demonic spirit behind the sickness in my body. Do you know some people are sick and they have used all kinds of medications? They have used all kinds, and the more they use the medication, the, the more the sickness go, grow worse because there is a spirit behind it. And these are all the evil spirits, you know, tormenting and making our temple to be corrupted. I want us to open our mouth. We are going to cry unto God and say, Father, in the name of Jesus, every demonic spirit behind the sickness in my body, every demonic spirit behind any affliction I'm going through tonight. Let your fire destroy them. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth. Maya Lagaba, Eketeleke Capolia, Holy Ghost fire, destroy them. Masunda, Aikoba Sapajinika Polia, every demonic spirit behind that sickness, behind that disease, in our body, we come against you. In the name of Jesus, Holy Ghost fire, destroy them. Yes, open your mouth, open your mouth. Yaleke Poskunda, every satanic dove. Causing affliction, every satanic dove making us to be going through all kinds of all kinds of attack. Tonight, let your fire destroy them. In the name of Jesus, we send them out of our life. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I want us to pray two more prayer points. We are still going to be praying more on this during the week. That is what we are going to focus on. You know, this week is a week of deliverance. Deliverance week by the grace of God. I want us to pray. The Bible says, you overturn the mornings of what? Of the money changers. You overturn their, 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 their tables. And what does that mean? That is talking about demonic transactions. Demonic. I, I, will, be, I will be talking a little, a little deeper on that during the Yoruba prayer tomorrow morning, demonic transactions. But I want us to just touch it. Let's touch it tonight because of people that will not be joining the Yoruba prayer. We are going to cry unto God and say, Father, in the name of Jesus, tonight, starting from tonight, and I, I, I want to mention this, you know, many of those dreams, many of those bad dreams that we have, they are actually demonic transactions. You know, they are, they are as a result of demonic activities. They are as a result of demonic oppressions in our life. I want us to open our mouth and say, Father, in the name of Jesus, tonight, let every demonic activities, every demonic oppressions in my life be terminated. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth, terminate it tonight, terminate it tonight. Every demonic transactions, every demonic oppressions, every demonic activities, 
is in my home, in my career, in my business, tonight be terminated. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth, open your mouth. Lord, terminate every satanic and demonic activities in our lives. In the name of Jesus, make it Masunda Terminate every demonic oppressions. Terminate every demonic transactions in our lives. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. And I want us to pray this one last prayer point before we round up. You are going to open your mouth and say, Father, tonight, let me be filled with your Holy Ghost. Yes, fill me with your Holy Ghost. Let your Holy Ghost fill me afresh. Let me be filled with your power. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth, open your mouth. We pray for spirit baptism. Lord, baptize us afresh with your spirit. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth. Ask God to fill you with power. Ask God to fill you with his spirit. In the name of Jesus, let us be baptized. We receive power to walk over devil. We receive power to overcome every satanic oppressions. We receive power over sickness. We receive power over satanic spirit. In the name of Jesus, Lord, tonight, let us be empowered by your spirit. In the name of Jesus, Holy Ghost, fill us afresh. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Almighty Father, we thank you because you have answered our prayer tonight. I pray that tonight you will terminate every demonic activities in our lives, in our homes, in our business, in our career. In the name of Jesus, every demons, every devils behind our afflictions, behind the problems and challenges in our life. Tonight, let your fire destroy them. In the name of Jesus Christ. Father, we pray that you will punch our temple. You will punch us with fire. In the name of Jesus any demon, any evil spirit hiding in our body, hiding in our life. Tonight, let them be exposed and be cast out. In the name of Jesus, let your Holy Ghost fire destroy them. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray that as we go in the journal this week, your presence will go with us. In the mighty name of Jesus, I wish I enjoy your rest. In the name of Jesus, we declare peace over our nation. In the mighty name of Jesus, we declare peace over our families, over our homes. In the name of Jesus, we declare peace over every heart that is troubled by all kinds of challenges. In the name of Jesus, Father, we pray that as we go in the journal this week, your spirit will direct us. Your spirit will control us to where our blessings are. In the name of Jesus, let us be favored in this week. In the name of Jesus, Father, we thank you because of answer our prayer. Lord, we give you praise and we give you glory. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Let somebody shout, Hallelujah!